You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica LaPerinassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter, more intuitive, and less all-consuming. So if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm, the guesswork, and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation, then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start. Mamas, welcome to another episode of Effortless Parenting. I am your host, Monica Pernasar, and I'm just always, always excited to record episodes every week for you, mamas. You know, these weekly conversations, you know, are really intended for us to take those valuable and often um, highly coveted 30 minutes every week to really talk about the things that matter the most, right? And and that's really all about you, Mama. It's about how do you better support yourself so that you can be the best mama that you possibly can be while still filling up your cup, right? While still feeling whole and complete. And so this week, I wanted to talk about stress because let's face it, who doesn't encounter stress? We all do. And stress doesn't necessarily have to be a dirty word. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. I know. I couldn't believe it when I was listening to a really, uh, you know, incredible uh, research on, you know, just the mind and body connection. And uh, there was a lot of talk about stress um, and how it really can be used as fuel for, um, high achievers for those that are really looking to maximize the most out of their uh, out of their time and out of their life. And I thought, you know, if it's good enough for the Navy SEALs, it's good enough for my super mamas. So I thought I would share a little bit of this concept of, of really reframing stress to be that fuel, that catalyst, that motivating, you know, uh, factor in creating the results and the outcomes that you want. Because let's think about what really causes us the most stress in our life. Now, from a mom point of view, well, I'm sure the the list is long, but oftentimes the items on that list really involved things that you really value, things that are really important to you, and things that you really love or people, right? Stress really comes along for the ride when we deeply care and value something. Now, when you think about that, that's a really powerful thing to think about because then what does that actually mean? If the things that cause us the most stress are the things that we care about the most, then does it mean that we are forever doomed to feel stressed out? And more importantly, our reaction to stress is always going to be interconnected with our loved ones, with our family, with the things that we care about and value the most. 
And so I don't want that for you, mama, because hey, 18 years is a long time to be a mom <laughs> with a kiddo at home, right? And even longer if if so, if you so desire to have children at home for as long as possible. And let's face it, being a mom doesn't actually end when they leave the home. So I really want you to start to think about it today, right now, your relationship with stress and more importantly, how you react to stressful situations, encounters, moments in your parenting journey on a day-to-day basis, right? I'm sure you can think of many examples. I have a perfect one this morning where um, my little one really insisted on taking a shower in the morning because he didn't get a chance to do so last night. My husband did not want that to happen because we were short on time, but I made a promise. So I wanted to commit to my word that he would be able to do that. Seems very trivial, right? I'm sure there's plenty of scenarios, mama, that you can think about when you and your husband perhaps don't see eye to eye on something, or maybe there was a miscommunication, right? Can cause a lot of stress, can cause a lot of discord, and more importantly, what usually leads to um, yelling and arguing and resentment and all these things is when we are put in these stressful situations, our typical reactions tend to be to lash out, to complain perhaps, to um, maybe get be frozen, right? There's that flight, fright, sorry, fight, flight, or freeze reaction in those stressful situations. And so I really want to encourage you that start asking yourself these questions about stress and more importantly, how you manage your stress is actually not really productive, right? Because managing our stress already in and of itself, that statement makes assumptions that you need to manage something versus using it, leveraging stress to help you grow, expand, evolve, get the results that you want. I mean, that's in essence what in this particular neuro study uh, was done was about, you know, the Navy SEALs and how really the Navy SEALs thrive on stress, right? They thrive to be in a stressful situation that will expand their growth, their performance, their agility, their ability to solve problems, to think fast. And so, How can we as mamas really start to think of stress as our fuel to become better, to do better, to perform, to, you know, accelerate the results and the outcomes that we want in our life? And so, you know, case in point, back to my example about my my youngest wanting to take a shower. I insisted that he did. My husband was not, you know, 100 with that. And so instead of you know, reacting to that stressful situation, I said, how can I use this as an opportunity to show compassion to my little one, to use my words to explain what was happening and to really remind him of the reasons why we're at this point, right, are because he didn't want to, he he had a tantrum, didn't want to take a shower last night. So there were consequences to the actions that he made the night before. Now he's five and a half. So obviously I use smaller words, but really starting to have that dialogue with your child and not actually associating anything negative to stress, but rather as an opportunity for learning and for growing is a really powerful reframe, right? And I know that that could seem daunting when 
let's face it, in these last two years in the parenting space during all of the global situation, a lot of pressure has been put on to us parents, right? Whether you're homeschooling or virtual learning or, you know, you've made modifications to your own schedule, to your own routines, given everything that's going on, you know, stress and overwhelm are like the huge number one areas that I hear time and time again in our mama circles, in our parenting circles, in our community. And so what if we could use all of that energy to help us, right? To better support us, to give us the opportunity as, as a learning for ourselves first on how we can start to reframe our relationship with stress and more importantly, how our reactions, whether or not they support or serve our greater good right? So before reacting to a stressful situation, you know, and perhaps even let's say you already reacted to a stressful situation, right? You, you lost your cool, um, you know, whatever it is, uh, what, how did that particular reaction serve you? How did it support you? Did it actually improve or move the needle towards where you want to be? And so these are really powerful questions to start asking yourself. I talk a lot about self-auditing, right? Doing an audit on your how you're feeling, what your mood is, right, every morning. Well, this is the same way that when you are encountering these roadblocks, right, which, again, we don't have to see stress as a roadblock, but, you know, we're taking baby steps, right? So when you encounter, you know, the possibility of stress, right, how can we say that, hey, this is a stressful situation, but not look at it as like a bad thing and start to looking, looking at it as a way for you to grow and expand your own self so that you can model and start to um, influence your child to better self-management skills, right? To better manage their, I really don't love using this word, but it's a word that we use colloquially and we all understand what that means. But really arming our children with, you know, a foundation, giving them that foundation of being self-sufficient, of being able to self-regulate, of being able to really think about the words and the reactions that they're experiencing and how we can start to change them to better support their greater good, right? And so that's really the headline here today. I um, love to make these episodes really to the point short and sweet and to the point, because I know that your time is valuable, mama. So I encourage you to take time this week to really think about your relationship with stress. Are you on speaking terms um, to, is it like that toxic friend or, you know, ex that you had in your life? Um, Is it not serving you? And how can you start to make over your relationship with stress and start to look at, look at it as a good thing, right? Because that's so powerful when you can start to look at stress as an opportunity for your greatest self to come out, as an opportunity for you to really show yourself, right? To really um, have that that chance to say, wow, I've grown so much. Look at, you know, in the past I may have done this, but now stress is a catalyst, right? When I am feeling 
you know, uncertain about the outcomes of things that can cause stress, right? I mean, we can go further in this conversation of the things that can cause us stress, right? The need to control and, you know, our outcomes don't match our expectations, right? Or uh, what could be stressful is unpredictability, not knowing what's going to happen next. And so oftentimes those um, interpretations of the situations that are happening or of the people around us really cause us to react in a way that doesn't serve us, that only, that's counterproductive. And quite honestly, it's a self-sabotaging habit that we have, right? Let's get into our victimhood. Let's blame the stressful situation. Let's blame all of these external circumstances for what's causing you to not have peace in your life, to not have balance in your life, to not be happy with what is happening in your current present day, right? And I've talked in former episodes about, you know, this desire and the reason why it's so important for us to stay present and out of the future because future leads to worry and out of the past because the past really just gets us into guilt, resentment, and shame, right? And so in order to maintain some balance, in order to really seek more inner peace, that's why we want to stay present, right? We want to stay present because we stay in the now. We stay present to the gifts and all of the blessings that we have in our day-to-day life. And we stay focused neurologically, right? We, we shift our attention to all the good that's happening in our life. So that's also actually a really powerful question when you are encountering stress and feeling the need to react. Is this something future-oriented or in the past? Because more often than not, if you are staying in the present, you know, there's not going to be this need to control the outcomes, right? Because you're not anticipating what's going to happen down the road, right? And you're not going to live in resentment because if you stay present, you can't, you're not thinking about the past or the future, right? That's also actually a really great hack into really reshaping your relationship with stress and using it to your advantage. Now, just imagine what's possible, Mama, if you were to look at every quote-unquote stressful situation as an opportunity for growth and expansion. Imagine what could be possible for your children to not also experience a mom that is always quote-unquote stressed out, you know, which we all know the stereotypes of a stressed-out mom you know, she's running on empty, she's reactive, impatient, um, you know, arguably this is any human being doesn't have to be a mom, but, you know, how can we start to shape the way that we show up for our children, right? So that we model a behavior for them that is going to better serve them in adulthood. And so this is how this becomes a cycle, right? This is how we break generational patterns is by really embodying the change first by being able to really live and talk and walk our talk in this new evolved way of being so that our children can mirror and reflect that back on to the planet, right? I mean, that's so, so powerful. And all of this, Mama, just in case you lost the connection here, this all leads to effortless parenting. It's never been about learning all of the um, 
nuts and bolts to behavioral science when it comes to children, developmental milestones. Now, I'm not diminishing the value of that. That is also really powerful, right? Um, but when we can start first with ourselves, right? When we can transform on the inside out and really model these, you know, uh, more productive behaviors and habits, that through time and repetition is what your children is going to experience, which is then going to inform their subconscious identity and beliefs and values, right? And I've had previous episodes about how our first eight years of life really inform our subconscious identity. Our first eight years of life really inform the conversations that we have to ourselves, the labels that we give ourselves, the way that we see the world is often through the filter of those first eight years of life. And so you can now start to piece the puzzle together, mama, that if you just simply in the first eight years, and don't worry, mama, if you have kids that are older, it's never too late, I think. Um, what a dramatic demonstration if you have an older child to see a mom that completely does a 180 and changes to be a more, um, you know, self-managed individual, right? To see the changes, I think that's equally as powerful. But especially for my mamas that are new mamas, expecting mamas, or especially mamas with kiddos under eight years old, this is your time. This is your time to give back to you, to really start to reshape your identity because most of us in motherhood kind of feel lost about our identity. We're unsure of who this new person is when entering motherhood. And this is a beautiful time. It's the perfect time for you to take the time for your own self-transformation, right? To ask yourself the deeper questions, to really learn these types of skills that are going to help support you so that when you show up in motherhood, you're coming at it from a higher place. And that in and of itself is a beautiful baseline for your child to grow up in an environment that really allows him the tools, that gives him the tools, him or her the tools to, you know, be more self-sufficient, to be more self-loving, self-compassionate, to understand the power of our words, right? Because every single day we are modeling those habits onto our children. It's such a powerful transformation when we get that we don't have to put ourselves in the back burner. We don't have to put our health, our happiness, our fulfillment in the back burner in order to be an amazing mother. Quite the opposite. The reverse is true, right? When we put ourselves first, when we put our mental, emotional health first, that is how we parent, right? That is how we transform the next generation. That is how we break those generational patterns, right? And we don't default into, well, I've always been this way, or I should do all of those things because it's going to be coming from a higher place because you're going to model that for your child. It's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. It lights me up. It's one of the reasons I am so committed to you, mama. Um, and if you aren't already connected to me on, on Instagram, please make sure you do so at effortless parenting expert. I am always providing you strategies, tools, and resources. And more importantly, just having the opportunity to, to up-level your feed, right? Cause our feed right? Our news feeds are so influential these days. They've become our lifeline to the outside world. And for a lot of us, especially new mamas who don't maybe have an in-person mama circle, your lifeline is the social feeds, right? And so please do share this podcast. 
um, follow me on Instagram, send me a message, let me know how I can better support you. I'm always taking your feedback in real time. I'm happy to create IG Lives, do Q&As, um, have special guests to fully support you on the inside out because that's truly is my mission is to be able to help you feel amazing every single day so that parenting is a breeze so that parenting is no longer this separate entity and it has now become just a very fluid and intuitive process for you doesn't that sound amazing it truly is possible when you understand how everything is interconnected right okay mamas as always Take care of you first, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.